Hey everyone, before we get to the episode, I just wanna to touch on some of the companies that I work with that I believe you can benefit from. So the first one is Lifecycle Mushrooms. So mushrooms have been gaining a lot of popularity and not only in the psychedelic sense and psychotherapy, but also just grown mushrooms that you can eat and cultivate. And Lifecycle is a company that will extract different mushrooms such as lion's mane, chaga, cordyceps, reishi, even shiitake. And each of these mushrooms has a unique property that is beneficial for your health. For instance, lion's mane can help drive up BDNF, brain-derived neurotropic factor, which can really help boost cognitive abilities. Reishi, I take at night because it actually helps you lucid dream. So a lot of these things are really good for your immune system and just your overall health. I've noticed a palpable difference when taking the lion's mane for sure and absolutely the reishi as well. So you can get 10% off these mushrooms if you use the code DRDARSH10. That's doctor spelled as D-R-DARSH10. 10. And again, it's life cycle mushrooms. All right, next, there's been a huge boom talking about blue blockers. I see so many people now wearing blue blockers, but unfortunately not the right way. During the day, I see so many people with orange and red tinted blue blockers. And the problem with that is you're blocking all the blue light and blue light is actually what keeps you awake during the day. It's what stimulates your eyes. And so there's a company out there called Viva Rays who has the science down pat. They have three different versions of glasses. They have a yellow tint, an orange tint to use in the early evening, and then a red tint to use late night. The beauty about it is that you can buy one glasses and then buy two separate clip-ons to put onto those glasses. So it's pretty much a three-in-one. And the coolest part about it for me is I've been tracking my Whoop data now for about two years. And the biggest influence on my HRV and recovery and sleep has been whenever I've been wearing the blue blockers, at least at night. So that's really cool to see. If you guys are interested in learning about the science of blue blockers, uh, check out the Viva Rays website, and you can also get 10% off with the code Darshan Shah. That's spelled D-A-R-S-H-A-N-S-H-A-H. All right, last but not least, whenever I was an intern, I used to freak out going to the hospital. How would I present? What if there's a code blue? What would I do in this situation? I was a wrecking ball. So I got an acupressure mat. One of those mats that has these pricky, pricky points on it, and they kind of shoot up into your feet or your back or your neck. Uh, it's not painful, but it kind of feels good, a little uncomfortable, but good. And what I started to notice was even using this mat for 10 minutes, I would start walking to the hospital cool as a cucumber and just feeling a lot better. And so the company I work with is called Bed of Nails, and I've seen many people try it out and find it beneficial, and there is good data on this as well. So you can get 15% off of the acupressure mat using the code BON, B-O-N, Darshan. So that's B-O-N-D-A-R-S-H-A-N. All right, enjoy the episode. All right, let's talk about meditation. I'm going to first start by telling you what my goal is for all of you. It is to pick one of the concepts that I explain. And I want you to go deep on that practice and not to interchange it with any other practices that I mentioned. So you're going to choose one practice and make it a habit. And I guarantee you, you will find results. But meditation, we've all heard of it. We confuse it with mindfulness. And we know that there's benefits. There's good data on it. Many people talk about it. The problem is, one, we don't know if we're doing it correctly because we're told there's so many different methods. Focus on your breathing. Focus on the sound. Do a body scan. Stop focusing on your breathing, go into the darkness, find that inner peace, watch your thoughts. It's okay if thoughts come in. What the heck do we do, right? There's so much confusion. 
The other part is where do we find the time in our busy days to fit the meditation routine? You know, there's a, there's a quote that I often laugh at that says, if you don't have time to meditate once a day, you need to meditate twice a day. And I absolutely love that because if we don't have the respect or time, or we don't, we don't honor ourselves on a daily basis, who will, right? Who will give us that time to check in with ourselves and make sure our breathing is sound and that we are able to process our thoughts and that we get to see the bigger picture on life. And so often we miss those details because we're in the rat race. So there's something always popping up or there's something that you always have to do. And so meditation can be a great reset to that. The problem is we get so caught up in the hoopla of everyone talking about it that we fail to understand what it truly is. And so again, one of my goals here too is to thoroughly explain three different types of meditations, all that you guys have probably tried, um, but to clearly explain them so that you understand the differences and that way you can pick one of them and then roll with it. Okay. And then full disclosure, the way I'm going to explain this is actually stolen. I will say from a man named Bob Roth, who is a big transcendental meditator. So if you go on YouTube and you type in what is transcendental meditation, you will see videos from Bob Roth and he beautifully explains uh, what transcendental me meditation is, but also these different forms of meditation. So the analogy he uses, which I will use here, is the ocean analogy. So I want you to imagine that you are on a boat in a vast, vast ocean, okay, miles and miles of water. And as you're sitting on this boat, you see waves, right? You see these concentric circles, you see waves in different directions. Some of them may be four feet tall, maybe 15, maybe 50, maybe there's a tsunami coming, right? And these waves represent our thoughts. You might have a little bit of mental chatter, you might have something a little bit more exciting that you're constantly thinking about with higher frequency, or you might just have a panic attack with a tsunami heading your way. But as you go down the surface, right, to the bottom of the ocean, as you go deeper and deeper down the water, what you seem, what, what, what you realize and what you find is that the water is actually still. It doesn't matter how much the waves are moving. It doesn't matter if there's really a tsunami. If you go 100 meters, 200 meters, 300 meters deep, you're going to find stillness. And so that's exactly the way our mind will work. The waves are our active thoughts. And the deeper we go down this ocean, the deeper we go down into our own mental capacity and our consciousness, we reach something called pure consciousness. We get to go deeper into our own mind and find inner peace, inner stillness, our inner being. So the first analogy I will use is transcendental meditation. And this is actually the meditation I have gotten into. And so the way transcendental meditation works is that your goal is to go as deep as possible into this ocean. Now, by doing that, there's actually a mantra that you will say. Now, a mantra can be just a meaningless syllable, word. The most common one that transcendental meditators will use is Aham, A-H-A-M, A-H-U-M, Aham. And so you pretty much pulsate this mantra in your mind, Aham, 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 Aham. And you softly just let it be there in the back of your mind. And that's kind of your home base. And what you find, what you, what, what you find is that the more and more you do it, the deeper you can go down to this ocean using this Aham as a guide. Now, of course, you're going to resurface sometimes up into the waves, but then eventually you go back to this Aham and you go back deeper and deeper. Now, again, you're not going to get this on the first shot. You're not going to go to the deepest part of the ocean, but over time and over practice, you can definitely get there. So that's the first meditation concept I want to explain with this ocean analogy. Transcendental meditation, 
You're on the surface. Your goal is to get to the bottom of the ocean. Okay. The next one I want to explain is called focused attention. Okay. This is where when you hear people say, I want you to focus on your breath, or I want you to focus on your body and do a body scan. I want you to focus on the sounds that you hear and the smells that you might see. The pasna yoga. These, yo these meditations take your awareness away from those waves and put it to somewhere else. So essentially you're stopping these waves. You're, you're trying to make the surface still. You're trying to make your active thinking completely go away by focusing on something else. Okay. So that's a whole different type of meditation practice right now. Think about it. How many times already have you been told focus on your breath, but then also go deep within your thoughts, right? And, and try to reach that stillness. You don't necessarily need to. Those are two different things. Just by focusing your attention on something else, a different magic and a different result may come out of that. It's a whole different process. Okay. So now the third type of meditation is called open monitoring. Okay. Now this is something like the app Headspace, right? This is where the term mindfulness comes in. We are going to monitor our thoughts. So if we're in this ocean and the waves are our thoughts, with open monitoring meditation, we're going to go up into the air. We're going to float into the air and we're going to watch the ocean. We're going to watch our waves and we're not going to make anything of the waves. We're not going to describe the waves. We're not going to say how high the waves are because you really can't, right? You're up in the air. It's hard to kind of tell with that angle, but what you're doing is just noticing the waves, letting it be there. You're being mindful and you're acknowledging that waves are present. This is also the most common type of meditation that we see that people say, we want you to be mindful. I want you to just let your thoughts go. But you can see from all three meditations I've described, they're all very different. Transcendental is about reaching the bottom of the ocean. Focused attention is about stopping the waves. And then open monitoring is about watching the waves. And I guess I can put in a fourth classification here, which might be the energy um, meditations, things like Sahaja Yoga, which focuses on chakras, which focuses on the seven different plexus throughout your body. And you want to channel that energy from your sacral plexus to your uh, cardiac plexus, then up to the third eye. Or even Chi is something else that a lot of people talk about when it comes to energy. That might be more of a focused attention, but I like to kind of keep that in its own realm because it does combine a lot of different things with a lot of different principles and different mantras. So I think that's a little bit more complex and it's better to take a class when doing those meditation practices. Okay, so there you have it. Those are the three, four different types of meditations. Choose one, do some research on which one might make more sense for you, which one might fit your schedule better. You know, sometimes when it comes to focused attention, you need 25 to 30 minutes to really get a hang of it. When it comes to open monitoring, maybe you only need five minutes to just be present and mindful. And maybe you can do that, you know, three to four times a day instead. Transcendental meditation, which is what I'm doing, they recommend doing two sessions of 20 minutes, once in the morning, once at night. What I found is I like doing just a 15 minute session at night helps my heart rate get down, helps me reflect on the day. And I truly do feel this blissful inner peace. And, you know, I'm not so deep into the practice right now where I'm an expert, but I do tend to lucid dream. I too do tend to get that, um, non-sleep deep rest, uh, so to speak. So there you have it. I'll leave it at that. If you have any comments or anything, if you have any questions, you can reach out to me on Twitter, Instagram, um, wherever, but May the peace be with you and uh, enjoy your meditation practice.